Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you're both having a lovely morning. Yes. Good morning. And all of you at home. Lovely. Well, I don't know what Whatever time this will time be published, so like, it might not be. It is morning now, but. There are uh, mornings still, I think. Time, I think. Time is, <laughs> you know, but mornings exist most places. I'm not a morning person, so we could abolish the idea of mornings if we'd like to. I would like to do that. As, as part of 2020s, like time has no meaning anymore. Could we get rid of morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just super late night. That's all that is. Yeah, it's just really late at night right now. That's yeah. my time of day anyway. So. Yeah. And then in about 30 minutes, it's going to be afternoon. <laughs> Excellent. Good. We've done good work here. Thank right. you for listening. This has been still bubbling. We're done. This morning, uh, Justin and Charlie always... Sorry, this what? This uh, this early, uh, this late night. Okay. This Thank you. Final phase of... The, we're going to have to come up with something else for it. Night dawn. Night dawn. Oh, I night like dawn. that. Okay. This night dawn. <laughs> uh, that sounds, that sounds like a name for an edgy video game that's set in space, but really is social commentary. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and maybe kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, so Charlie and Justin always get up earlier than Cooper and I. And so then we have to uh, go looking for them. Where are they hiding from us? They're not really hiding, but we have to go find them. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Small people that are just somewhere in your house every morning. Uh, yeah. Cooper comes in our room, by the way, most nights. And let, instead of like waking me up by talking to me, she just comes right up next to my face and slams both hands down on the bed as hard as she can. <laughs> so... Well, I mean, it works. She's a sociopath. Y- yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So we uh, went, we found them downstairs. And at night, we leave the TV on downstairs with um, shows for the cat because she gets lonely otherwise. Sure. Uh, okay. All Is right. that bad? Well, it makes me very sad for the cat. Um well, I mean, she could come visit with us, but she hates humans, so. <laughs> she hates being touched we, and loved. I try. I try now on almost a daily basis. I, like, try to get her to interact with me, and she won't let any of us touch her. Uh, but what? we do leave we leave bird shows on, Tay. I was going to ask, like, because obviously if she doesn't like humans, you can't leave human shows on for her. So bird shows. How... I have not had cable for a long time. You just have access to bird shows 24-7? I don't know where Justin found it, Probably but it's just a YouTube. channel. Yeah, I bet it's just a YouTube of birds. Oh. There's just um like a, but it's like a forest scene. It's like a lovely little tree branch and birds alight upon the branch and do their bird stuff and then fly away and new birds come. Um, and it's just that. And she loves it. You got to hook me up with birds. that bird channel. Uh, I'll, I'll find Taylor just wants to watch <laughs> I also hate humans and love birds <laughs> well uh, so Amelia our cat was watching it and then Charlie and Cooper both saw it on the TV and just stopped and stood there in their little frozen nightgowns staring mouths agape at this bird show like it instantly enchanted oh, yeah. both of them <laughs> yeah and like now both my children and the cat are all sitting there just staring <laughs> Com- <laughs> I, 
like completely locked on this bird show. And I was like, well, this must, I mean, I, I didn't know it was so, wow, okay. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, I wonder what they're thinking while they're watching this bird show because they're so into it. And all of a sudden Charlie goes, I just saw that bird's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cooper says, yeah, there's another bird butthole. <laughs> Well, so they proceeded to watch it and point out every time they saw what they were perceiving a bird butthole as bird buttholes. That's well, that's one way to watch <laughs> content. <laughs> and finally I said, "Okay, enough. I can't with this anymore. We're going upstairs." How, how I, many Go how ahead. How many shows does Charlie watch just for the random presence of a butthole do you think yes i don't know but that's what she I, i'm sitting here thinking like well these girls really like these birds <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> it's looking for butts just, aren't we all just <laughs> looking for butts isn't that just your children i don't first this morning they watch the bird show for the buttholes mm-hmm. then i bring them cake pops <laughs> that are vanilla cake with white chocolate they are delicious I bring them cake pops. And they and look like snowmen. They look like snowmen. It's adorable. It's delicious. And both of them take a bite and spit it out. Like, it's disgusting. And I don't understand. I brought, like, what kind, What other person, if you're like, please eat this cake pop at 10 in the morning, <laughs> would be well, like, no. <laughs> here's the thing. I have, I have never been a huge fan of cake pops only because I know how they're made. Just mushing up cake. <laughs> There's your hands, shaping it in a ball. It's the grossest process okay. ever. I guess that makes sense. The first time I watched, like, uh-huh. what is a cake pop? And I saw someone make one, I went, oh no. So it's like, I love cake, but could you touch it more first? Okay. <laughs> I would like now, if you would touch my cake some more before I eat it. To be fair. I don't know if this is this is they were from Starbucks. I don't know if that's how Starbucks would make yeah, their. Yeah, I cake have no pops. idea. I don't there's know. probably more of like a, I don't know, <laughs> a robot. Yeah, there's probably a robot. Well, don't they like mix it up like in like a stand like a big stand mixer type thing? They just like mix it with the frosting and the cake and. Uh, well, you have to put I it in little. Molds. I mean, you have to bake a cake and then smoosh a cake up with icing. I think you have to. It has to be hands on because you really gotta get it all mushed up in there. I don't think a stand mixer would do that. I don't know, but but the thing is, Charlie and Cooper don't know that. Right. So, like, if they were grown-ups, I could see it, because, like, I've always had that thought, well, especially I, yeah. if somebody brings them to, like, an event, and they're like, I made you these cake pops. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's so sweet, you made something for me, but also, like, I'm looking at your hands and thinking about how much they touch that food I'm going to put you in my You touch this cake so much. You just really got all up in it. I mean, because we touch baked goods. I'm not saying, like, I bake bread, I know I touch it, but I don't, like get all up in it yeah. <laughs> the way you have to with a cake pop yeah those are i don't i mean i'll eat them anyway but i'm but <laughs> but charlie and cooper that, can't understand that concept and, no they don't know that and your children eat things off the floor off of like they yes out that's been hiding in the couch for like a, a couple weeks mm-hmm. cooper uh, pulled something off of her foot yesterday and ate it. <laughs> just ate it mm-hmm. it was awful <laughs> that's I do want to say, Riley, you used the phrase that they just watched the bird show for the buttholes. That sounds like something that means something else. Like, you know, like you can't see the forest for the trees. You can't see the bird show for the buttholes. <laughs> You're just watching the bird show for the buttholes. <laughs> so, so I don't know what exactly that means, but I want to start using that as a phrase. 
I just just act like it means something that's it's just an old West Virginia thing. That's what we. That's say. what I was gonna say. Uh, I can't see there the are all hole, those for the buttholes. There are all those you know southern phrases that mm-hmm. you hear like you know your parents and your grandparents use that you don't ever really know what they mean, but you know when you should use them. That's like that. Mm-hmm. You can just use it and just say you know. Oh my my mom used to say it. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on from how gross my kids are, <laughs> I, 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 I will. I am genuinely surprised that hand squished, moist little balls are not appealing to them because that sounds right up their alley. Yeah. To be fair, they were delicious. Mm. They were. I took a bite. They were quite good. Maybe that was the problem. Um, <laughs> they were too good. <laughs> too good. No, that's true. They weren't gross yeah. enough. <laughs> they weren't overly sweet. Right. Um. But that's not what we're going to talk about. No. We're talking about Among Us. Yeah, I, I had nothing. Point, I, was... I forgot. <laughs> I, I don't know how to do a transition to that one. There's something there I could have come up with, but that's it. we're talking about Among Us, the video game. <laughs> um, this is a game, if you... I feel like it's been everywhere recently, so I feel like if you're on the internet at all, you've probably seen something about it. It actually came out two years ago, um, but for some reason has just had a resurgence in the past few months. Um, basically, you're just you're playing as a little astronaut with all your friends or with people online. If you if you don't have friends to play with, you can play with people online. <laughs> you don't have friends I, if you don't have friends to play with. Okay, because like there are some times where I like none of my friends can play or are busy, and I'm like, well, I really want to play Among Us, so I just play online. Okay. Um, but you're a little astronaut on a spaceship. You're trying, if you're a crewmate, you're trying to get all your tasks done on this cruise ship or on this spaceship, on this spaceship, spaceship. um, (laughs) like putting wires together and, and destroying asteroids. But some of, some of you are imposters among us and you're trying to kill everybody. They're brutal murders, too. Yeah, it just ends up with your little half-body just laying on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a bone sticking out. Yeah. So it's it's a lot like Werewolf. You just try to figure out which of your friends or family are lying to you and murdering you. Yeah, you periodically stop and vote. Yeah. And then whoever gets vo- the most votes gets thrown off the spaceship, whether they were the imposter or not. Yeah. Um. So I have been playing this now for the past few months um, to pass some time. I think that's probably why it's gotten so popular recently is because you play it with your friends and you can like talk to them and, you know, even if you're not together. Yeah. And you can do it all from home. um, So you don't have to like, you know, Mm -hmm. can still be safe and stay in your home, but hang out with all your friends. I I was wondering, I assumed it came out recently. So that surprised me when you just said that I didn't, I didn't know it was an older game, but it does Mm -hmm. make sense that it would you know, yeah, hit a resurgence now. Um, so we played this game last night with us and Justin and our parents mm-hmm. in preparation for this episode. Not the kids, because I thought the murder seemed like a lot. It would freak them out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if Mimi just came over to them and cut them in half? What yeah, Charlie would do? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it, frankly, it was a little jarring for me that the first time that. My father uh-huh. murdered me. I was like, "Oh right, <laughs> this is just gonna happen." I don't. Dad was I'd the only imposter. Play- oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um. I want to know your all's thoughts, though. What you thought of the game? Because Taylor, I know you had played very like 
like very minimally yeah. uh, before last night in Sydney. I know you'd only played once. Mm-hmm. I had only played one time, and actually, the the one time I had played, we had, we were doing that live stream, mm-hmm. and Justin was playing. I was just sort of assisting. I didn't want to play too because mm-hmm. I didn't know if one of the kids would wake up or something. So mm-hmm. I was just kind of like hanging out with him. So I hadn't actually controlled a character before. Right. So what did you all think? Uh, go ahead, Tay. Oh, no. I, uh, I, I enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I feel similarly to it the way I feel about Werewolf, where I like trying to figure out who the imposter is. I like the tasks involved. I do not like mm-hmm. being the imposter because it makes me feel bad. Um, but I understand <laughs> that is part of the game. Uh, but it's a fun, it's a fun little game. It's creepy too. I like the music. Yeah. I like, I like the, the little bit of gore that there is is pretty funny. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I didn't like being the imposter either. Um, and I kept getting frustrated because I was trying to just do my tasks and people kept killing me uh-huh. <laughs> and that, that I found irritating, but no, I like, I, I think it's a fun game. I like it. Um, I like that uh, it has the task element. Mm-hmm. So that you have something you can be doing. And I also like how you can use it as a cover story because it's something that like, oh, I can I can really quickly run around and memorize a few of these tasks and then refer to them every time Mm -hmm. just in case I'm the imposter. Mm -hmm. And I like being able to use that. Yeah, I would like to say, though, um, even though both of you all have said you don't like being the imposter, both of you, when you were the imposter, were very good at it and (laughs) sneaky about it. And also, I think, murdered me every single time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got yeah. I got you thrown out of the airlock once. For, for, That's true. For, for my murders. <laughs> I have the unfortunate um, position in this game that I just like figuring out who it is. So I will talk a lot during the meetings, even if I am the imposter or even mm-hmm. if I am not. But it does make me seem suspicious sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not as suspicious it, as our mother, perhaps, who I think intentionally makes people think she's the imposter when she's not. Mom has a yeah. crazy way of playing games like this. It's the same in Werewolf, too, where she's like, maybe I'm the werewolf. And you'll be sitting there as the werewolf, like, no, you're super not, but but go ahead. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yes, she'll do that. And But, like, yeah, that was always she was doing that in the game. Like, no, but we're a team trying to figure out if you're not the imposter. <laughs> Then we're all sort of working together, those of us who are crewmates, to try to figure out who the imposter is. And if you're throwing me off. I think my favorite was mom's reason one time. Sydney was like, why were you chasing me? Like, it was like you were going to kill me. And what did she say? I she was said she chas- was chasing me. I was she chasing said, Well, you. I don't think Sydney is because I was chasing her around for a while. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I know I was running from you because I thought you might be the imposter and you were trying to kill me. And she was like, but I chased you so then I could stop chasing you and you would see I wasn't. And then we said, well, what <laughs> tasks were you doing while you were chasing Sydney? Oh, you know, finding things, doing tasks. Which, you know. which sounds like for sure, then you're the imposter, except she yeah. wasn't that time. <laughs> yeah. And she was super chasing me. I, wa- I ran through like the entire ship from her. Like, what? Oh, no. She must be the imposter. She's trying to kill me. Um, Mom, Mom yeah. is a pure agent of chaos in these games. Yes. And that is a great person to have in. You know, it, it never gets boring when, uh, mm-hmm. when Mom is involved. <laughs> I, I just enjoy that in these games like werewolf and like among us it's going to be different for every person how they play just depending on like their personality 
So like you're never going to have like everybody playing and everyone, you know, is like trying to figure out who the imposter is and not doing tasks and just chasing people around. Like you're going to have people like me who just want to do their tasks and just want to figure out who it is and is okay with being killed because then I'm just a little ghost that can do my tasks. Um, Yeah. And you can get around faster when you're a ghost. Yeah. You can go through the walls and yeah. Um, But then you'll have people like, like dad who are always the imposter, but somehow always manage to play like the, I don't know how to play card. (laughs) Dad did frequently play that. And so it became impossible to tell like, well, what tasks were you doing? And he never really knew. Um, (laughs) Which I never knew if that was because he was the imposter or if that was because he just genuinely didn't know what he was supposed to be doing. (laughs) Yeah, no, I... So the the only key that I knew when it wasn't dad is if somebody did a sabotage and I knew dad did not know how to do that. Yeah. So if somebody sabotaged, like, well, dad's not the imposter this round. He also would, uh, if, because we were all like uh, together and Taylor was on the phone with us, we all could hear each other. Um, So whenever someone would walk into the room with dad, he would think everyone was the murderer. So he would always go, ah, whenever (laughs) someone would walk into the same room as him. Uh, mom, her strategy, the few times she was the imposter was to murder people in plain sight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was no remorse there. <laughs> that kill button would light up and, and that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we kept, and she kept saying, well, I was just going to kill both of you. And we kept trying to explain to her that there's a period between your murders where you can't murder. Mm-hmm. And, but I like, I like Riley, I watched her murder you. Like I was standing yeah. right next to you and she came running up and murdered you. And then just stood there, and I was like... Next to my body. Well? <laughs> well, Mom. Well, Mom. <laughs> uh, I, I walked into a room, and there was a dead body, and there was Mom. And I was just like, well, you're not going to... You haven't reported this, so clearly <laughs> you caused this. <laughs> I just, the very oh, first I time... see it. <laughs> the very first time we played... It was just like a practice, but I was like, but you know, you want to keep secret, whatever you are. And mom is like starting to play and I hear her go, fake tasks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I go, okay, everybody yeah. figured it out. Yeah, it was hard. It was really hard to feel like a, a, like a real Sherlock moment there. Or like yeah. <laughs> when mom was the imposter, it's like, well, I figured it out because I totally saw her yeah. do it. So. It does make you just completely turn on everyone yes. you love, though. Yeah. It's like, I can't trust any of you. I don't want to be doing tasks with any of you. You all might kill me. And Justin kept throwing us off because in the chat, he kept saying <laughs> it was my dad. And I didn't know why he knew something I didn't know, but I believed it. And he knew dad couldn't read the chat. So he was yeah, just dad. opening up the chat and just going, it's Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but the thing is, is he was he was right several times in a row. Yeah, so that made me start trusting what Justin would say in the chat, and then he caused us to, to murder Dad one of the few times that it wasn't mm-hmm. Dad; it was Justin. Yeah. So he used that he used that strategy effectively. I discovered an effective strategy because I didn't know that I didn't know how to report bodies, and so when I was the imposter, <laughs> I would kill somebody, but then I'd tap the screen and then report the body. And I did that twice, but it worked pretty well as a way to be like, oh, it certainly wouldn't be me. Why would I report my own dead body? Why would I do mm-hmm. that? That would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Strategy. Uh, I want to I talk more about like the game generally and, and why it's taken off so much mm-hmm. and what, you know, those kinds of elements. But before we do that. 
let's check the group message. So, um, in Among Us, everyone's astronaut suits are all the same size. We're all the same little, little guys. Mm-hmm. One size fits all. Except our colors and hats. You know what I mean? And pets. Yes. And pets, sure. But that should not describe your beauty routine. Each of us is unique. Like our hats. Or like our colors. Or like our little pets. <laughs> and function of beauty gets that. But in real life. Sure, sure. <laughs> they offer, Function of Beauty offers 100% custom solutions just for you. I use their um, hair products, their shampoo and conditioner, and it is so easy to get your personalized products. All you have to do is take a quick but thorough quiz and tell them a little about your hair goals. So answer questions like, how long is your hair? What's the texture of your hair? What problems do you have? Like I put in, you know, I have straight hair, but sometimes it gets really dry. So I need some help with that. And then you can choose the color and fragrance you prefer. So mine is a lovely purple color that smells like lavender. It's very nice. Um, And then Function and Beauty determines the right blend of ingredients and bottles and chips your custom formula to order. And now not only do they have these products for your hair, but they also have them for your skin. They have a brand new skincare line is the same quality and customization you expect, but now for your skincare routine. So they're still going to be giving you your personalized, unique products that fit your skin needs, just like your hair needs. My hair has not been this soft, this moisturized, this shiny uh, in, a, in a very long time since I started using Function of Beauty products. So, Tay, if our listeners also want to check them out, what should they do? They should go to functionofbeauty.com slash buffering, take your hair quiz, and save... 20% off your first hair care order. That's, again, functionofbeauty.com slash buffering. Let them know you heard about it from our show and get 20% off your hair care order. Once again, functionofbeauty.com slash buffering. So we're all looking for uh, uh, different ways, slightly new different ways to celebrate the holiday season because mm-hmm. um, this year looks a little different than it has in the past. And I have a unique way to celebrate the holidays Brought to you by Native, have you considered making your armpits smell like candy canes? I had not. <laughs> I have, you know. <laughs> well, now you can achieve that goal. Uh, it's the it's the brand new holiday scent from Native Candy Cane, and uh, you know we've we love their products. We've we've all tried them out and have been using them for a while. And uh, I was always a fan of the coconut scent, but you want to change it up. You don't want to. You know, it's kind of a summery, beachy scent. I need something new for the holidays, and and they've got you covered. Um, They have ingredients that you've heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. Uh, Native products are vegan. They're never tested on animals. And um, you're, you know, for a lot of us, deodorant is part of our daily routine. And um, why not freshen it up, try something new, and some candy cane scented. Yeah. It makes for a great gift option, too. All Native products are great stocking stuffers for everyone on your list because most of us wear deodorant and who doesn't like to smell like the holidays? The holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is that a peppermint mocha? No. It's my armpits. (laughs) (laughs) Those are my armpits. (laughs) 
also, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Native and their brand new candy cane holiday scents, what should they do? Well, you can give the gift of Native by going to nativedeo.com slash buffering, or you can use promo code buffering at checkout and get 20% off your first order. Now, make sure you place those orders before December 7th to get your products in time for Christmas. One more time, that's nativedeo.com slash buffering, or you can use promo code buffering at checkout. So I want to get a little. Uh, I want to get a little st- statistical and, oh, and factual about this game Let's get a little statistical, bit. Statistical. Statistical. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this was developed, actually inspired by the real games Mafia and Werewolf and a few other similar games, um, all the way back in 2018, and uh, <laughs> which so long ago, a million. It was like a decade ago, I think. Five minutes, <laughs> thirty-five years ago. I was young um, then. <laughs> it was uh, first released as a, an Android and iOS game. Um, it usually only had about thirty to fifty players playing at one time when it first came out in twenty eighteen, and they, the team that made it at Innersloth is the the uh, team that made it said it, they were just really bad at marketing, <laughs> so that was why it didn't do very well. Um, then they released it on Steam later that year. Uh, throughout the next few years in 2019, they started adding new maps. And then by this year, they made it so the game is free on iPhones. You know, it was, what, $4, then it was $2, and now it's free. So you can download it on your, you know, iPhone, iPad for free. Um, but then it wasn't until June of this year, in July of this year, that a bunch of Twitch streamers and YouTubers started playing it Uh like they said, to keep contact with people they hadn't seen in a long time and hadn't talked to in a long time. Um, And now, videos of people playing Among Us were viewed 4 billion times in September and over 13 billion times in October. And at least a couple billion of those times were by my children, I think. (laughs) (laughs) They, Uh, They really like those videos. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. I have never been one to watch a lot of like video game playthrough videos on YouTube. I don't, I mean, I find them entertaining, you know, I don't see anything wrong with like people making them. I just never have been one to watch them very frequently, but watching people play Among Us is like watching like a reality show. Like there's, there's fighting and there's drama and there's (laughs) intrigue. It's just something about, there's hats, there's just something about it that's just like, I don't know, very chaotic in a video game to watch other people. That's interesting. See, I don't, I, I, I never enjoy watching people play video games ever, much to the chagrin of my husband. I know that that is, that is a, a tragic twist of fate that I am just one of those people where I've never in person on videos or in any situation, like either I'm playing them or I'm in another room doing something else. Mm-hmm. I never, I never want to be watching someone else play. Um, but Charlie actually started telling us things about Among Us. <laughs> Before either of us had played it. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? What mm-hmm. is the, I didn't even know. So I had to like look at pictures of it to make sure like this isn't this isn't like an inappropriate game. And then I looked at it and I was like, well, these little guys look fine. Yeah. Now, now that I've played it, <laughs> I mean, there is the murder element, yeah. which is kind of intense. Um, but I think there are also, I guess, like real life among us. People have started doing this, like trying to make real life versions of Among Us, like make in-person tasks and you draw at the beginning to see who's the imposter and who's the crewmate. Yes. And, yeah. 
I, I guess she has stumbled on these videos mm-hmm. and so perhaps has not actually witnessed the actual video game or murders mm-hmm. <laughs> or the murders. Sure. Like a tabletop game is what you're saying. Uh, the ones I've seen on TikTok, at least not on YouTube, were like in person, full size, like yes. everyone runs around like a house or like an outdoor like <laughs> oh. lawn and you set up different tasks like on one side and then you have like a centralized area with it's your emergency meeting area. Oh, that yes. would be, I, that's what I was hoping, but I could not believe that's what we were saying. That would be yeah. so much fun. Like, like yeah. an escape room, but like just murder. Yeah. Into yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, that is what that is what Charlie had described to me, which sounds fun and cool. I will say it kind of undermines the utility of this game in this time of quarantine. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, but, you know, we can we can LARP among us after the plague is gone. Sure. Yes, exactly. No, she uh, she actually then watched like a tips and tricks video. And was telling me tips and tricks. And I was like, Are, did you watch a whole video to tell you how to play a video game better that you, you've you never played and you have no access to? Yeah. You can't play. She was like, yeah. I mean. Anyway, let, let me tell you a good trick. <laughs> and the tricks she had, I mean, were gaming strats. They yes. work. What, what were her She tips? said, uh, one of them was you need to watch the task bar at the top when someone is doing a task. And if it goes up then they're a real crewmate and they're really doing a task, but it won't go up if they're faking a task. Mm. Which is true. Yeah, which Sometimes. is true, although I, I don't know. In our game, I didn't find that many people were faking tasks. Well, I think part of that is dad was imposter like 90% of the time, mm. and I don't think dad knew where the tasks were enough to be able to fake them. <laughs> so he just kind of ran around waiting to kill people. <laughs> yeah. The only time I could believe he was doing a task was when he would try to explain it to me. And it it was like, well, I thought I was I, I read the word wrong and it said I was going to scan my body. But I thought I was supposed to take a beaker somewhere and there were no. beakers, <laughs> So I just wandered around looking for a beaker. And I'm like, well, I, I, he was definitely he's definitely not the imposter. <laughs> he, he is not, he's not a very good crewmate, but he is not to kill us. That's what Dad kept talking about, how little it was. <laughs> yeah. How little everything is. You can't see it. <laughs> he, uh, um, it, was, it was stuff like that that made it so it was impossible for crewmates in our games to ever win just by completing all of our tasks. Yes. That was never going to happen. Yeah. No. I also think that uh, every time Mom or Dad died, I don't know if they knew you could still keep doing tasks when you were a ghost. So they were just kind of flying around, mm-hmm. um, checking everything out, which is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did complete all my tasks several times. I did as well. Yeah, um, and that's that's my favorite part of the game is completing all of my tasks. I find that very satisfying, and a lot of times that makes it, especially when I'm playing with like a full ten people and there are two imposters, um, which is a whole other thing. So you got two people to worry about. Um, it makes me seem very suspicious. I always run off by myself, but it's just because I want to get all my tasks you, done. You, you no. just want a version of Among Us that's just all tasks, no imposters. Like, you just run yeah. around, you connect wires, you, you realign the navigational charts, and then you just all, like, high-five each other at the end in your silly hats. That sounds nice. Yeah. We all hang out in the cafeteria, just have this, a snack. That's like Among Us, the Animal Crossing edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that basically is Animal Crossing on a spaceship. Say, there you yeah. Uh... One thing when so when I played that time with Justin or I just sort of helped mm-hmm. uh, people commented that we all talked too much. Yeah. Are there like I know they're not rule rules because mm-hmm. I mean, I think the rules of the game are just 
I mean, you just play the game. Yeah. Like, vote, don't vote, whatever. Right. But is that like a, a moray? Is that a um, convention? Yeah. The most, uh, I would say, socially acceptable, like most played version of the game is everyone, because usually you'd be like on like a Discord call or, or something like sure. that with everyone else. So they're just in your headphones. Um, you would mute yourself uh, so that no one can hear you while you're actually in the middle of a round. Which makes it so, like, if you get killed and you gasp or, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, someone else is near you, you don't say anything that anyone else can hear that would give anything away, and then you only talk during the actual meetings. Yeah. Um, so that's, like, the the most acceptable way to play socially. But you can also, I mean, you can do whatever you want. Well, and, and when you're playing, um, I mean, I the only other way that I've played other than with you guys is with just strangers. And that way, the yeah. only way that you're in interacting is in the chat, which I think also adds... It adds a level of, of I think, difficulty to it. You, you mm -hmm. get way less information when it's just whatever anybody's willing to input into the chat. Uh, so right. I, I think that that's, maybe that's the way that, that you can play it, that most people are playing it. So it, the, I was kind yeah. of, that was jarring for me when we started playing. We were all talking. I'm like, oh, feels like we should just be only using the chat. But that would definitely not make a very interesting live stream. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was my thought for the live stream was that it's more fun if well, you're every, talking. But. Yeah. Every video I've watched of the game, they don't talk to each other while they're doing a round, but they mm -hmm. do like verbally talk yeah. in, a, in an emergency meeting um, to figure out who it is. Well, I think that uh, I, I think it's more fun to talk full time. I do, too. I think that can be fun because, you know. It I talked even after it. I'd been murdered and like nobody knew I'd been murdered and stuff. I still talked normally and just mm -hmm. pretended. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is another, not a version of the game. I should say they were going to make a sequel when it got so popular, and then they decided actually we're just going to take all the stuff we were going to put in a sequel and just make it updates to the original one. Mm -hmm. So now it's just like the same game from 2018, just constantly being updated, which is cool. Um, but there's a different version of the game where people will start the game. You know, you change your settings so that imposters can't see very well and everything's kind of dark. You can change, like, your vision to see mm -hmm. how far you can see. Um, and then the imposter announces themselves at the beginning of the game, says, I am the imposter. Everyone else gets, like, a five-second head start to run away and hide somewhere or start doing their tasks somewhere. And then the imposter just runs around trying to find everybody and kill everybody before you finish your tasks. But you don't have emergency meetings. You don't stop. It's like hide yeah, and seek. Yeah, we played that, but I didn't know what it meant when they said that's what we're playing. So it was yeah. very confusing to me at first. Like, how does this work? Yeah, and you can talk the whole time. So it's very fun when, you know, you're the imposter and you're running around trying to find people and, like, you, you kill someone, you hear them yell and trying to figure out where you are and they yell when they pass you and they can see you. Um but yeah, it's pretty much just trying to finish all your tasks before everyone gets murdered. It's, it's really interesting because I have not, since I have been introduced to it, playing it, I guess, sort of the wrong way. <laughs> sure. Um, my, so I, what I likened it to immediately, as you said, was Werewolf, and that makes sense. Mm -hmm. if it was inspired in part by Werewolf. Uh, one of the things that always stressed me out about Werewolf is that because there aren't tasks or anything like that really to do... A lot of it is just the sort of like lying, lying, yeah, <laughs> convincing other people of things, and I and I would find it very uh, stressful sometimes and intense. Which part of the reason why I'm not a, a huge game fan a lot of the times is like I I want my social time to be very casual and and I don't want to be on. Sure. And on werewolf, you have to feel you feel like yeah. you have to be on, 
this is a game where I I actually don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, maybe it's because you could just kind of run around and do your tasks and mm-hmm. not be in anybody's way. And so I I didn't feel the need to be on as much. So I found it a more relaxing, enjoyable experience. I don't know if I would feel that way if I had to be silent the whole time. Yeah, I think my my whole perception of the game would flip, and I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um. interesting to think about because I mean that's how most people I think have interacted with it, mm-hmm. and that's not what i would prefer but i just like to talk (laughs) yeah um i do think though that i also get stressed playing werewolf because i don't think i'm a very good liar like i think i can probably come up with a convincing lie but it's my like um my verbalization of this lie and trying to come across as genuine that usually gets me not not believed um and ejected from the spaceship but I, at least in Among Us, there's more of a strategy you can do to lie mm-hmm. and to like make yourself blend in when you're the imposter. Um, you know, you also don't have to kill people. You can like sabotage things and you yeah. can use the vents to follow people around so you have an alibi. It's not like a werewolf where you just have to like lie. That's the whole thing. The whole time. Yeah. The whole thing is lying. At least it's in Among trial. Us. Yeah. There's yeah. also the game component to where like even when I am the imposter, even though it stresses me out. I know at least a little bit of a strategy I can do to make it so like I'm less likely to get caught and also have to lie as little as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, these sorts of games uh, always make me feel kind of bad about myself. <laughs> because, Riley, as you pointed out earlier, uh, I mean, Sydney and I both were, were pretty adept at it. I'm good at these mm-hmm. kinds of games, but that makes me feel like a bad person because it's like the confrontation of my desire to be good at things but also to be like not viewed as a bad person are like butting heads. And I, I guess my <laughs> desire to be good at things wins out. <laughs> I did. Dirty. Yeah. It's uh, I noticed this last night um, that dad was very similar. Dad ended up being pretty good at being the imposter by the end of it. Cause he had been it so many times. There were a few times there at the end where I didn't know it was him mm-hmm. and he snuck past us. Um, and that was the same for you all every time. And I have found that I am somewhere in between mom and dad. I'm not quite as good as dad at, you know, the mm-hmm. um, the impostering that you all seem to have inherited from him. <laughs> I am somewhere in between murdering in front of other people like mom <laughs> and being good at being imposter like dad. I just like there's a 50-50 chance if I'm imposter, someone will catch me. But it always seems to be for a reason that someone should not know it's me. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time I was imposter and no one had seen me kill anybody, no one had seen me vent, but I just ran up to where dad was to fake a task where he was so he would be my alibi, but he thought me running up behind him was me <laughs> running to kill him. So he convinced everybody I was running to kill him and I got ejected. Um, and I was the imposter, but that was not <laughs> that was not why. That always seems to happen Every to me. Every time we see somebody in the room, we'd go, ah! Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I... I've mom's strategy though is kind of next level in that <laughs> what mom realized I think or or subconsciously or consciously is that she's not very good at lying mm-hmm. in that context like she's she's really not if you catch her she'll just start laughing <laughs> yeah and so she thought well if it's always going to seem like I'm lying badly I'll just always be lying badly. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then you can't ever really tell. Yeah. Because even when she's not the imposter, she seems like she's lying about it. Yep. So, I mean, that that is, I guess, the ninth dimensional chess we've all been searching yeah. for this year. <laughs> My, Our mom was playing it. 
in Among Us. Yeah, it is kind of a, it is a next level strategy. Um, it's what I've seen someone online or like playing the game online call. If you have two imposters, it's like third impostering, mm-hmm. where you're like also helping the imposters by drawing the attention away from them and to yourself or to someone else without knowing it. Where you're like, you are a crewmate. But you're do- you're unintentionally doing you're it? You're unintentionally. Yeah. Like, you really think it's someone that's not the mm-hmm. imposter. Oh. So you're pressuring everybody. Like, oh, you got to vote for this person. So you're helping the imposters, getting rid of one person. Or you're doing what mom does and just making it seem like it's you all the time. So you get voted out and make it easier for the imposter to win. Because um, well, there, there's more of an ability to do that than werewolf. Because werewolf, there is some kind of... There is that ability to prove who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in certain ways, but there is really none of that in this. I mean, you can say, oh, I saw somebody doing a task or, oh, somebody had the chance to kill me and they didn't. But you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just my word against yours. There's really no way to to lock anything down. And the only yeah, the only way you really can is there are some tasks called visual tasks where like if you're really doing it, then something on the screen will happen even Mm -hmm. for anyone walking by. So like the medical scan. Um, If you go to do it, like someone walks by, you know, it'll see them scanning. So, you know, that person's a crewmate. But I always turn those off just because then I feel like, you know, it takes a little bit of the fun out of it for like, oh, well, I saw two people doing visual tasks. So I know it can't be them. And then if there's only six of us, then it like eliminates it and takes a little bit of the suspense out of it. So I would never hang out in a room with one other person long enough to figure that out unless my plan was just to murder them. Sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I I like to when when I when I murder I like to do the run by murder like I yeah. if I have to go into a room and kill somebody there's too much time involved in coming out I just like to follow somebody and then just kill and keep going. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what that's what I did too. I like leave them in a hallway. I like yep. the buddy system. I like being with someone to do tasks when I'm not an imposter the whole time, so that like. You know, I have someone to account for my my location and everything. And there were a few times where I would pass Sydney and like try to stop and wait for her to finish a task and then like try to follow her to wherever her next one was. And then she would just end up like running away from me or running in somewhere else or like I assumed you were trying to kill me. Yeah, no. Or like Taylor did the same thing and try to follow Taylor, like, hey, let me be your buddy. But no, yeah. no one wanted me I to be their buddy. <laughs> Thought I was gonna kill him. <laughs> Well, I kept. No, that was a strategy. Yeah. I kept getting killed before I could finish my tasks, and that was very frustrating. I just want to like, just let me finish this task, then you can murder me. It's fine. I did feel bad. You were in O two trying to do the leaf task that you were like, you know, uh-huh. mumbling at your phone about. Couldn't figure it out, and I was like, well, Cindy's alone. I guess I could just. And then I just killed you right in the middle. Of it. <laughs> I couldn't figure out that stupid leaf thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like to I like to do the oxygen sabotage and then go wait by one of the oxygen places and then kill somebody who tries to come fix it. It's <laughs> That's yeah. a good strategy. That is a good strategy. It is a good strategy to also just sit there because then if I run by and I'm like, oh, Taylor's taking care of that one, exactly. I'll go to the other one. But then no one ever takes care of the first one. We all die. Oops. I think you and Justin both won by doing that at one yeah. point. Yeah. That that's probably one of the best strategies, honestly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially with new players who aren't as familiar with that, the like all of us with mm-hmm. the layout of the ship or like how to fix that problem. Mm-hmm. That was a good strategy. I tried, man. I tried to sabotage the lights and turn them all off, and then kill Sydney when it was dark, and then go to the lights and help fix them. So they were like, "Oh, well, it's not going to be Riley. Look, she helped fix the lights, and she was there, and she didn't kill any of us in the dark." But um, then Taylor asked during our meeting. <laughs> 
Can imposters fix lights? Can they like fix and, their own sabotages? And Riley enthusiastically <laughs> says, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, you. And there was like a pause after you said it as we all went, uh, well. And like part of it was because I genuinely just wanted to help everyone like better understand the game. So like if anyone asked me questions, I was like, yeah, you can do that. Or no, that, do- that doesn't work that way. So after I said it, I was like, oh, well, that was... That was not how that should have come out. That makes me look very bad. Maybe I should have said it a little less excitedly. Yes. <laughs> That's what I just did. I mean. Wasn't it a good strategy? Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, that was. It's a little uncomfortable figuring out who in your family could adequately hide a body and, and lie about it and pin it on somebody else. But I guess it's good to know. To you and me. Yeah. yeah. It is you too. Yeah. There you go. So, but Riley, hey, if you ever have a body that you need to have properly disposed of and hidden, mm-hmm. there we go. You're, you're, you got friends. Yeah. And it's too late for mom and dad. They're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They killed in front of everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> right in front of them, too. And then while they looking asked, at them in the eye. They saw mom and then they were like, what about you? Where were you, sir, at the time of the murder? And dad was like, I don't know. I was in... A place and there were, I couldn't do a thing. There was a thing to do. I couldn't see it. <laughs> what? <laughs> so dad also ends up in jail. <laughs> well, it, I think it was aided by the fact that dad chose as his outfit the uh, hockey mask. So mm, yeah, yep. he just always looked like the murderer, but then he also always was. Yeah. Uh, you can also buy pets in the game. Sydney did. I did. did. I bought <laughs> a little robot. Money. Not with real money. Well, it was so cute, though. I bought like, a little Wally mm-hmm. looking guy to follow me around. Justin had a little spaceship following him around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like the hats. I changed mine out almost every game. I had an egg and then I had a nest. Then I had some toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I-, I settled on the pompadour. I decided that mm-hmm. was my Luke. That's a good one. Yeah. Like a little pith helmet. Mm-hmm. Well, it was fun. Thank you. It was. Thank yeah. you all for playing with me. I well, enjoy lying to you all <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to play again i mm-hmm. think that's, that's yeah fun. I, I think we should play again i i would recommend that is a good thing to do um you can just get it on like your phone or whatever mm-hmm. so i mean it was really easy to explain to uh, a whole range of ages yeah <laughs> in our family how to play and uh to play remotely and like spend time together when you can't be together which is a really important thing to think about because this holiday is going to be different and mm-hmm. you know there are ways to be close without physically being close so uh thank you riley of course thank you all for playing with me uh next week it's my turn yes we haven't done music in a while so i'm gonna <laughs> make riley experience jewel for the first time oh boy, oh boy. how have you never <laughs> heard jewel i don't know i i'm sure i have at some point just like w- with mom or something and i just didn't know that's what it was but like yeah. to my knowledge i have never known like oh this is jewel i am going to turn it on and listen jewel is a well i'm gonna focus on pieces of you which was a huge album when it came out mm-hmm. and uh if you were a person of a certain age like myself you listen to it many many times mm-hmm. um so on my giant stereo <laughs> cassette deck uh-huh. cd player thing <laughs> So we, we'll listen mainly to that. If you want to hear other Jewel, that's fine. But that's let's focus on pieces of you. All right. Uh, for next week.
And thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you can, oh, the things I say, you can tweet at us <laughs> at Still Buff. You can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org if you have thoughts or suggestions or questions or comments. And you should go to maximumfun.org to listen to a lot of wonderful podcasts that you would enjoy, um, especially uh, if you have some time off over the holiday season. This is a great time to get into some shows. And sh- it's another great way to connect with people. Tell people shows you're listening to and your family and friends, loved ones. And you can play among us and discuss episodes of Still Buffering at the same time. That sounds like a perfect holiday to me. There you go. Uh, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. Sorry, I'm so good at murder. It's okay. I forgive you both. <laughs> I'm bad at it. <laughs> Somebody's got to be good at it in the family. It's true. <laughs> sure. Congratulations, you've won a ticket to attend an exclusive opportunity in a relaxing environment with two lovers. (laughs) Wow. Well, this sounds like a sort of proposition of sorts, but really it's an ad for our podcast. (laughs) Wonderful. It's a show we do here on Maximum Fun where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. I'm Rachel McElroy, and you just heard Griffin McElroy, and we are excited for you to join us as we talk about movies and music and books. Things like sneezing or the idea of rain. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get news or information you can use? Absolutely you cannot, because we're here to talk to you about pumpernickel bread. You can find new episodes on Wednesdays. So catch, catch the wave! MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.